about 15 plus years ago, one of the strongest ways the Holy Spirit started talking to me was through music. Okay. And maybe because I'm a radio guy and God has a sense of humor, I don't know. But all of a sudden, songs would just start bubbling up in my head. And we've all had those earworms and all that. But this was something beyond that. Songs that I didn't play on the radio, songs that wasn't, I, I hadn't heard on the radio, and I, they just wouldn't leave me alone. Yeah. And so I finally figured out, oh, you want me to look at the lyrics maybe? And when, you, and when I looked at the lyrics, I realized the lyrics could be spiritualized. Forget what it said, you know, in the song or what the songwriter meant. What is, what is God trying to say? Hey fam, welcome to the Prophetic Listening Podcast, the art of hearing God's perfect will. The podcast that invites you to tune into God's guidance and discover his flawless plan for your life. I'm Michelle Honora, your host, and I'm thrilled to have you here. I'm an author, speaker, and spiritual direction coach, as well as the founder and director of the Center for Prophetic Listening. In a world filled with noise and distractions, finding clarity in God's will can be a challenge especially if you're facing significant life transitions. Whatever challenges you're encountering, you're about to learn how to discern God's perfect will for both significant and everyday situations. So tune in, open your heart, and embark with me on this sacred quest to hear God's voice and discern His perfect will for your life. Welcome to the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, someone who has a background, an extensive background in broadcasting. So this is a first. I've had a news, I have, I've had a TV news anchor uh, appear, but I have not had a radio broadcaster. So welcome everybody. Um, Trapper Jack. Hello. I talk more gooder after years of special training. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> You can just yeah. hear from his voice, yeah. the timbre of his voice. That it's a has. rental. Michelle, it's a rental. Because I have oh, to turn mm -hmm. it back in at midnight. Otherwise, <laughs> I sound like this and it's just stupid. So uh, it's just it's just daytime only. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> and that gift, you know, it's just totally a gift. I had nothing to do with it. You know, I he gave me a gift of, of a voice and he gave me a quick wit, kind of. And uh, so I have never worked a day in my life. Yeah, it's hard for me to keep keep up with him, guys. You're, you're, as you're going to see. Uh, yeah. So Trapper Jack, you have been uh, in broadcasting for well over 30 years. Um, I think you said 40, yeah. roughly 40 years now. Mm -hmm. And then another almost 10 in pot. I started when I was nine because you can tell by my youthful appearance. Uh, <laughs> when I was nine, I said, no, I, right out of high school, I, I jumped into broadcasting. That's all I ever wanted. When I was a little kid, I knew I was, I was, I was one of those lucky ones that when I was eight, I knew what I was going to be doing. Yeah. You know? thought I was going to be a sportscaster. Good thing that didn't pan out. Not a huge demand for blind sportscasters. Mm -hmm. uh, umpires, yes. Sportscasters, not so. And now you're not like totally a blind. 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 Uh, not right. totally. Not totally. Legally no. blind. Legally. And if you're going to be blind, please be legally blind. You don't want to be doing time over something like this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there are marauding gangs of illegally blind people out there, and they must be stopped. So I'm just saying. You're on a roll today. <laughs> I am. I'm ready for you. I'm a little nervous. I'll be honest with you, Michelle. Even though this is a, a world I live in, I'm I'm a little nervous to be honest with you. Oh, there's no reason to be nervous. Okay. I don't bite. Okay, I'm not anymore. Okay, good. <laughs> you cured me. You healed me, girl. Okay. <laughs> but in addition, guys, to uh to Trapper Jack's broadcasting career, he's been in podcasting um for I think you said the past 10 years. Yeah, just about more. Mm -hmm. Uh and he has a show called Touched by Heaven, which uh has I, I knew as soon as I met Trapper Jack that I wanted to have him on this show whenever I started um, filming the Prophetic Listening Podcast because your your podcast is really all about hearing God, right? 
Yeah. Encounters, encounters with angels, divine interventions could be near death, could be prophetic dreams, visions, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Cause there are so many, the whole point of the thing is that uh, everything we read about in the Bible is still happening today. All of it. We just yeah. don't hear about it the way we should be because that's what creates the is now in the, as it was in the beginning is now we, we kind of have a muffled, you know, as it was in the beginning. And so uh, the is now doesn't get, um, you know, it, it's, it's not declaring what God is doing nearly as much as it should be. So that's what the podcast does. Incredible. Wow. Wow. So guys, make sure um, after you listen to this episode that you go and check out Trapper Jack's podcast. We'll give you more uh, details and I'll definitely include, include a link um, to his his show uh, within the description of, of this episode. But today I have you all to myself for prophetic listening. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> So why don't we go ahead and start with uh, the questions that you have for the Lord. Um, now, guys, I, I'm I'm excited to do this because it's one thing to listen with people who they're, they're still kind of developing that muscle and they don't really quite know how God speaks to them. But it's another thing to do it with somebody who has actually practiced this to a degree, listening and, and hearing God's voice. So what is what's a question that you have for okay Lord? first i need to set this up a little bit just on on about 15 plus years ago one of the strongest ways the holy spirit started talking to me was through music okay and maybe because i'm a radio guy and god has a sense of humor i don't know but all of a sudden songs would just start bubbling up in my head and we've all had those earworms and all that but this was something beyond that songs that i didn't play on the radio songs that wasn't i, I hadn't heard on the radio and I, they just wouldn't leave me alone yeah. And so I finally figured out, oh, you want me to look at the lyrics maybe? And when you and when I looked at the lyrics, I realized the lyrics could be spiritualized. Forget what it said, you know, in the song or what the songwriter meant. What is what is God trying to say? For example, yeah. uh, a Phil Collins song like Against All Odds is is one of the first songs when I started speaking in churches. I got that and it's like, why am I getting this song? Well, the song is uh, Turn Around, See Me Cry, Turn Around, See Where You Used to Be, uh, But Against All Odds, I'm Going to Wait For You. Okay, boy, girl thing. No, Jesus singing to his church, turn around, mm -hmm. see me cry, turn around, see where you used to be. It's like, where did everybody go as people leave the church? But against all odds, I'm going to wait for you. That was the message as I went into churches with the understanding that evangelization right now is in large part uh, standing at the door saying, do you know what you're leaving? You know, mm -hmm. so that's so in that regard. So I, I preface what I'm about to talk about uh is that again, God sends me music. So I understand not only what I'm supposed to talk about in a church or on a podcast, but also in my daily life. Mm -hmm. So I want to, so here's my problem, Michelle, and what I've been dealing with for literally the last 24 hours. And it hit me between the eyes and it had me, has had me spinning and I'm slowly coming out of it. Okay. With different okay. messages. Okay. Uh, I am a speaker. Therefore, at some point, whoever hiring me says, what's your fee? And I've said X dollars. And um, they'll say, okay. And then we pick a date. Well, the okay can come has been coming so fast. And many people have said to me, you obviously aren't charging enough if they just like, okay, yeah, right. In other words, I'm, I'm not even making them pause, you know? So I'm going, okay, um, I need to do something with this. I acknowledge that the message I have is strong. I know I've brought people back into the church. I They've actually been on my podcast, people who I've spoken in churches, and now they're back in. I mean, it, I know there's an impact in what I do. Yeah. So, and now yesterday I'm realizing, okay, I'm about to talk to a particular place that I know has deeper pockets than most. 
I know there are going to be more people than usual. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, and I've been hearing people say, you should be at maybe even double what you're doing now. And I thought, this is the place to, to try that. Okay. Okay. So I say, I want X, X dollars. And uh, the person who is not the decision maker, but just the messenger, the person says, he thinks I'm joking. He thought I was joking. And then we kind of went around and then he asked me what I wanted. And I said it again. He went, oh, you were serious. Oh, and then he's kind of apologetic. And I'm going, so here's what I'm, I'm getting hit with. I'm getting hit with rejection. I'm not worth it. I'm thinking, what was I to think? Who am I? Who am I to charge such a outlandish figure and all those kinds of stuff. And it's not an outlandish figure. But anyway, so it just afterwards, I am so used to Michelle. I am so used to people going, that's wonderful. Yes, let's book you now. I'm not used to the negative. Really? And that kind of sent me reeling for a while of, am I worth, am I worth? Okay, so I go to prayer. So let me give you three stages of my prayer. Am I doing okay so far, by the way? All right, I just, I, well, well, we're yeah, getting to the problem. Let me clarify really quickly, yeah. though. That reaction, was that because it was in their mind too high? Or yes. was it? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Really? Oh, he's okay. he's not the decision maker, keep in mind. Uh-huh. Uh, and the decision maker may, may have no problem with it at all. I don't know. But for this particular individual, yeah, he he thought, oh, you know, that would, yeah, it kind of, I, I even said, does that sound Heidi? <laughs> oh, yeah, he was kind of stumbling and bumbling because he thought he now had offended me and my worth and all these kinds of things. But meanwhile, what I'm getting is something I haven't experienced before, right? Mm -hmm. The rejection of, really, are you really worth it? And so my internal voice and all that. Sure. So I go to God and I say, um, help me with this. Help me with this. And uh, what? Wh why am I reacting? I should, as a business guy, I should just go, well, he's going to take it to the person, right? He's going to take it to the person, get back to the whatever. I don't take it that way. I'm just, I just start spinning in this. I'm not worth it. Am I not worth it? And why am I reacting this way? And I pray to God and I say, what's the root of my weakness here? What's the root of my fear? Mm. It takes me to when I'm seven years old and I didn't get my way with mom and I'm slamming doors and I'm enraged and all that. And I even get the Batman theme playing. Who's Batman? dark he's a dark hero and he's actually he's actually acting in revenge because his parents were killed that actor that mm -hmm. uh, you know that's that's character and he's showing me that's where i used to be i'm not anymore last night i start getting a song from uh lion king can you feel the love tonight and mm -hmm. in that when they show that that particular song you see the the cub male female growing up together he's becoming a lion Mm -hmm. he's growing he's showing me this is this is part of of growing i connect it to the um uh, uh narnia with the chronicles of narnia the mm -hmm. the the lion figure in that the christ-like figure in that this is part of growing up buddy this is part of growing then this morning i'm reminded of something that i used to say to myself three or four years ago which is if I can keep people from leaving a church, I'm saving them thousands of dollars over time. I'm making them thousands of dollars <laughs> because no one's because that person who would have been spending hundreds or thousands, putting it into the, the basket, if you will, isn't there anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm actually making them money. So at this point, I'm finally coming out of this oddity. So that's where I am right now. So my question right now to you is what's next? There's been this chain of bringing me out of this reeling of, you're not really worth it, buddy. Don't you know that? You know, the, the dark voice and uh, back around to no, look at that, look at the benefits. So I lay that at, at your feet, Michelle, and uh, kind of go, okay, what do you want to do with that? Hmm. We just want to see what the next step is for the Holy Spirit or what, what do you want to do with that? Yeah. So 
my recommendation would be to lay this before God and just ask him, ask him for his thoughts and perspective on the matter. And then what he wants you to do, what he wants you to, um, to do next, like as far as your, your speaking business goes, whether that is the, I mean, he may just give you a very specific number. He may give us both the number, mm. but, um, yeah, let's just lay, let's lay this before him and just see what he says. This is kind of, this is, this is different than what I've done in previous episodes. All right. You all right with it? I'm perfectly fine with it because one of the things I, I like to do when I meet with clients is I will, um, sometimes the situation is just like, there are so many components and layers that I'm like, okay, we just need to put this on a platter before God yeah. <laughs> and invite yeah. him to speak on it. <laughs> like, well, we're supposed to invite him into the ugly. I mean, we're supposed to fight, invite him into that messy world that we live in. We're not supposed to get all dressed up in a tuxedo when we vote, when, when, when we when we pray. Vote? <laughs> <laughs> Is that coming up? Maybe it's Yeah. <laughs> I always wear a tuxedo when I go to the polling place. Always. <laughs> cool. uh, but anyway, but yeah, we're supposed to invite him into every aspect of our life, right? Absolutely. And some yeah. people don't invite them into business because I know business. It's like nonsense. You know, invite them into everything. So and that's a beautiful is... illustration that you gave of how God guided you through music, how he took you all the way back to your childhood, uh, how he addressed certain wounds and, and then pulled you into the current and reminded you of, of your worth. I mean, that if that ain't God, I don't know who it is. <laughs> Amen, sister. Amen. It's true. It's true. Cause it, cause when, cause it's, it's, everything's rooted in fear, mm -hmm. you know, all of that stuff's rooted in fear. So it's like, so I went, I, I've learned that when I, when I'm hurting someplace, I always say, okay, where'd this start? Where did this start? I used to ask for God to change me. I used to say, you know, I'm not very uh, systemized. I'm not very organized. Uh, help me with, no, no, no. Ask him for the root of it. And he, he showed me the root of, of a lack of organizational skills. And, and some wounds had to be healed in order for I, for it to pop out the other end here. He wants us healed. Mm -hmm. And so, so I asked for the root. He took me back to that seven-year-old kid and to renounce the lies, you know, renounce the lies, uh, it, that are in there that whether, you know, my mommy doesn't love me or, you know, I am a beloved, you know, son of the father and that mm -hmm. there's no greater love than that. And just to be reminded of that and reinforced, then he could start the, the other healing part of this. You know? Amen. Mm. Great. All right. So we'll start off with this. Okay first matter and we'll just see where God takes it. Um, okay. so, but before we do, uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and clear the room. And the reason I do this, uh, not only, um, for your knowledge trapper, but also for our listening audience is that whenever you are trying to listen to God's voice, there are three voices that you need to remember. It can be at play. So there's God who we want to hear. There's the enemy who we don't want to hear. Uh, the Bible says that sometimes he disguises himself as an angel of light. Uh, and then there's our flesh. <laughs> there are mm -hmm. the parts of us that want to, um, want our way, want our will rather than, than his. So this process of clearing the realm, it really is just, um, a, a verbal command, uh, to, 
the spirit realm, but also uh, a verbal uh, prayer inviting Holy Spirit to take the driver's seat. So I'm going to go ahead and clear the room. And um, I the purpose of this is that once this is done, we then have a just a really safe, clear space to hear God and to know with confidence that he's speaking and we're not making stuff up. And we're not hearing any sort of um, interference from from the enemy. Make sense? Absolutely. Cool. All right, let's get started. So Lord, we just thank you for this time. Father, I thank you for Trapper's heart to listen and hear your voice and your voice alone. We come to you with expectant and grateful hearts. Your word says in James 1.5 that you pour out your wisdom liberally on all who ask for it. So we take you at your word. Lord, we repent for all of our sins sins of omission and commission. We come to you with clean hearts and pure consciences, and we receive the forgiveness your son died to give us. We renounce, disavow, and change our minds over any agreement with the enemy or the things of the enemy, and we plead the blood of Jesus over us afresh. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I command any spirit that is not of God to be bound and silenced by the blood and the authority of Jesus Christ. Any spirit of deception, confusion, disorder, any spirit trying to disguise itself as God's voice, as an angel of light, I cut off your tongues and I silence your voice. I banish you from our presence, bind you to the foot of the cross. Every last spirit named or not named that is not of God, you are banished from this place, rendered ineffective and completely silenced. I revoke any invitation extended to you knowingly or unknowingly by me or by trapper. Leave now, go to the foot of the cross and do not return. We are children of the most high King and you are not allowed to speak to us or bring any sort of deception, confusion, or influence of any kind in Jesus name. And in the name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus over our hearts, our minds, our spirits, and our bodies. We command our minds and our flesh uh, to be silent and still for the duration of this session. We place our minds, our thoughts, our understandings, and biases on the shelf, and we invite you, Holy Spirit, within us to come to a place of prominence. Holy Spirit, we invite you to take the driver's seat of our beings. We submit our minds, wills, and emotions to you. Let us see what you see. Let us hear what you hear. Let us perceive what you and only you perceive. We want to receive what you have to say through your spotless lens. Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for your voice, your presence, and your willingness to speak. Let us hear your voice and your voice alone. We come to you with ready and expectant hearts, and we thank you for the revelation you are about to give us. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That was beautiful. Yeah. So, Lord, we just lift up um, this first matter to you. You just heard trapper speak about this experience that he had with this individual who wasn't even the decision maker but their reaction and their response to um to his fee and how how that triggered kind of a, a an internal spiral we thank you for how you lifted him out of it and what you've revealed so far but lord we just lift up the the totality of this experience. And we ask you, what is your perspective on the situation? And what do you want Trapper to do now moving forward? Tell you what I'm getting. Um, during the prayer, uh, what I got was I am teaching you. I am teaching you. I am teaching you to grow up. Um, I have a tendency, and I think a lot of Christians have the tendency of mistaking humility for, uh, you know, being a uh, carpet, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. And that's not what, and that's not, that's not humility at all. 
Um, so it's easy for me uh, in weakness to uh, undervalue what, what I give. So it's like I'm teaching you to grow up as a lion grows up. I'm, I'm teaching you to be a lion and think of and think about the lion in uh, Chronicles of Narnia, where that Christ-like figure, that sacrifice, he was willing to sacrifice his life, but he was so strong. I also went to Joseph, the father, the earthly father of Jesus, who had a business. He had he made tables and chairs, and I think he was probably working in masonry as well. And he he worked in order to support his family, to support his wife Mary and Jesus, and he had to be paid what was right for for him, and he set that price. Mm -hmm. um, and to do likewise, to be fair with people, uh, always be fair with people. What is what is my worth? What is my actual worth? And to help people if they don't understand my worth, to understand my worth. I think that's what was important about this morning, that reminder that when people leave the church, you know, uh, so does money, not only souls, but money. And that's the reality of the business in the, in the, in the church, in, in, in this world as well. There's, there's compensation, you know, yeah. and uh, I'm to be duly uh, compensated. And, and what hit me, it was funny when I was, I was actually church this morning and I'm praying about this and I'm, you know, and I'm, going back and forth with myself. You were talking about that, that other voice, my voice, that insecure voice, not God's voice kept going. Well, what if I, and what if, I, and what I kept getting was this piece that the figure was right. Mm -hmm. It was, it was right. In fact, maybe even on the lower side of right, you know what I mean? Um, but, but he's going to get me there. He's going to take me there. I'm, I'm just to follow the steps. And this is almost practice. If they come back with, yeah, we'd love to have you, but that, yeah. But I, you know, the, but the answer I got this morning is they are going to be fine. And if they're not, explain what you're doing and yeah. then show them the example of Sarah. Because the last time I gave a talk, there was this 29 year old millennial who, um, you know, since she's left the house, you know, going to church is not her thing because as it was true with me, it just, I just couldn't connect with church. I couldn't connect with 2000 year old stuff. And what brought me back after 30 years was seeing what God's doing now, the is now. And not, you know, the, the was, but the is now. That's what woke me up. So I now care about the was in terms of scripture. And so here's this Sarah who came to a talk. And afterwards, she's contacting me saying, I, I want to go to mass every Sunday now. Well, I didn't, I didn't know what she, he, she said. I had, you had me up until two o'clock in the morning researching the stories you were talking about that I found out were true about what God is doing in the world today. Mm. Now she's all in. And that person, not that's not only a soul, but maybe someone will put a couple of bucks into the basket, you know, mm -hmm. and all of that has value and it all works together. Does that all make sense? Absolutely. What and this get? is ministering to me, what <laughs> you're sharing. <laughs> Preaching to the choir and, and the congregation here, you know. Um, immediately as you were speaking, what came to me was a worker is worth his wage. A worker is worth his wage. Paul talks about and, that. Oh, you know what just came to my mind was, and it doesn't matter at what hour the the who who was the the head chief went around saying, Oh, you want to come in and work? And some yes. some worked eight hours and some worked one hour. They all got paid the same and they all agreed to what whatever they agreed to, and some therefore got paid more per hour than others. And can can you handle that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And it's like we uh, we all we all have to handle it. Whatever it is, mm -hmm. we agreed to it. Yeah. But what are you agreeing to? You know. I was, as you were speaking, the Lord brought me back to this time when, um, I was doing prophetic listening just very organically. Um, I hadn't created the center for prophetic listening. It was just, it, you know, something that I, I would just do 
if I ran into somebody who expressed the need or confusion, or I, I knew this could help them. And there were times when I would do it for six hours straight for certain people. And for one person. Yeah. For one person, I had six like hours. These marathon, mm -hmm, wow. marathon sessions. And I, I look back on it as kind of like training ground. Um, and, but obviously, I mean, after a while, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> but uh, I, I realized that at the time I was really struggling to stay afloat. I was struggling. I truly was just relying on the Lord for, for everything, food, shelter, everything. And I remember I started to feel a little bit resentful, um, not towards him, but just resentful of God, I'm doing this powerful work, but I can't pay my bills. I'm doing this powerful work, but I'm, I'm just barely getting by. And I started praying in the spirit very intensely for more than, I don't know, half an hour, maybe 40 minutes. And finally, I just heard one thing in the spirit. The Lord said, people pay for what they need. That's all he said to me. He's like, people pay for what they need. And he kind of laid that at my, at my feet. And since then I have never felt a conviction, um, about, meeting with, with clients or, or, you know, doing prophetic listening or any of the, the structures of, um, the, the business side of this marketplace ministry. But, um, but that's enough about me. I'm going to go ahead and share what I heard yeah. as we were listening. So as we were listening, I, I just heard him say, trust me. And then I heard him say, the more is coming. I have a sense that your fees are still going to increase and that he is going to um, measure by measure, give you the boldness and positive reinforcement to keep increasing your fees. And then uh, later on, as you were describing what you heard about the lion and, and growing up, the Lord actually reminded me of a particular scene uh, in the Lion King where um, what was it Timon and Pumbaa are, yeah. are showing him the platter of bugs yes. <laughs> and I, the Lord highlighted that to me. And he just, he was like, it's time to eat me. <laughs> yeah. You're a lion. Hey, stupid. You're a lion. You know, be a lion. Right. Exactly. True. And that's, I got some of that was in mind too. The fact that scene flashed through my head, I didn't bring attention to it, but it, it was there. It was there. Mm -hmm. Be a lion, grow up, be a man. That's what you're called to be. Um, You know, and I've also, uh, along the way I've had, I've had similar, um, Holy spirit moments where I, I've, I've kind of like seen the crowds and I, and I know that it, it all kind of goes together, mm -hmm. you know, and it's not, it's not about, as you know, it's not about the compensation. It's just, it's just, it's, it's just, they go hand in hand as, as influence and all that. They just go hand in hand and to trust that the, the word trust is an important one that you had there. It, you could, because trust is a, is the same thing as love. It's you want to show that you love me. Trust me, you know. And that's always the that's always the challenge day to day, isn't it? Because yeah. uh, what he what's in front of us may not be <laughs> to our liking. It's like, what do you mean trust you? The way, uh, no, trust me. Uh, and it, it all it all kind of pans out. There's also something you remind me of in your in your own story. If you know the story of Jonathan Romy, who plays the Jesus figure mm -hmm. in the Chosen, you familiar with his plight shortly before being chosen for the Chosen? You familiar that he was about to quit acting i think yeah because he had nothing yeah he had nothing mm -hmm. and it's like i thought you wanted me to do this 
And he just, again, he, he, it's called the surrender prayer, surrender novena, where it's like Jesus take care of everything. He just, he just opened up his heart and said, I, I got nothing. I, it's all, it's all, and that day he got $3,000 in checks from work done ages before, and it paid every bill he currently had mm-hmm. and got him even again. So we could kind of start again. And then shortly thereafter, he was hired for the earlier role of Jesus, um, uh, by the same producer, Dallas, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately for, for the chosen. So he is, he's a beautiful example. It's funny. He, God takes a Jesus character and, and shows us through Jesus, uh, that surrendering everything to that trust, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a beautiful illustration. Um, okay. So given what we both heard, um, where, What's, what's the rabbit trail? Is there a rabbit trail or do you want to move on to your second question? I don't have a second question. I think, I think it's, I think it's just showing itself as we, as we talk about this thing. Um, you know, like what's the next step is whatever happens with, with this particular moment and this particular speaking engagement happens, doesn't happen that fee, uh, a negotiated fee, whatever, whatever it is, is, is part of my learning here again, that he's teaching me, um, you know, he led me to you, Michelle. Um, I don't know how, how you know, he, you are a coach to me as, as I want to, I want to disclose that, that I, uh, we've, we've met a few times along the way before this. The reason you know me is, is because you help coach me as a, as a speaker. Right. He led me to you. He led me to you. Uh, I, and I want to, and this goes back to trust again, as I'm looking at a potential lineup of potential speaker speaking coaches to me. And I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what you look like. I don't know anything about you. I just saw faith-based and I went, well, at least I got one that can help me here. Okay. <laughs> you know, cause all the rest were other things. Right. And I just went, let's see what this is. And then I meet you and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, you're a dream. Aww. And then you, you, and then you, again, you open up other doors. You, if you will give me permission as God, as Jesus, as just trust again, I've got to say yes to so many things to make this happen. And then you say something about virtual assistant, which opens up another door. Then I start getting more music that confirms that that's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Every step of the way, I get confirmation. Every step of the way. And uh, I go through my day. I don't know how you are about this, Michelle, but I go through my day. I don't want to say looking for God in all moments, but I kind of do. I'm kind yeah. of expecting, you know, there's just kind of this ongoing conversation. Paul says, Practicing pray. the presence. Yeah. And, and Paul talks about always being in prayer. And it's like, well, how do you do that? You know, how do you say, you know, Lord, no, that's, that's not it. It's, <laughs> it. it's just, you're just open. You're just open to the day. You know, yeah. a buddy of mine's traveling down the road. His name is George and he's traveling down the road and he's, he's mad at God and he's yelling at God in his car. You know, he's, he's praying loudly <laughs> because praying loudly. And he's yelling at God how life sucks. Life just sucks, God. And he turns the bend. There's a giant billboard that says, life is what you make it. You know? Yeah. And it's and it's like, but now, because he listens to the podcast, he goes, I get that now. You know, right between the eyes, life is what you make it. And if you're always looking for that, some people, they can't get past parking angels. You know what I'm saying? They came, right. I have a parking angel. Oh, <laughs> it's just amazing. The person pulled like, that's the end of what God does for us. Give me a break. <laughs> parking angels. Really? That's the best you can do. Parking angels. He wants to give us everything insights into everything, all the messy, all the good, all the blessings, all, everything about it. He, he, he's so far. Above. He's happy to help us with our parking, even parallel. 
but there's uh but there's just so much more more to I've that. had that happen by the way of course you have An angel actually helped me parallel park my car oh actually oh that too the turn of the wheel <laughs> in a really it? tight spot but yeah go ahead yeah. sorry <laughs> no i'm i'm open to it this is this is the reality this is life so when i go through my day when i go through my day i am so open that i'm not kidding you this sounds this sounds stupid but it's not i stub my toe let's say and i stop and go what was i thinking right before i did that you know mm. draw a line draw a connection is there something there there's a lot of times when um this 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 is how it sounds stupid but God loves it because it shows your faith. Okay. There was one day I was thinking about doing something on a video series I do. I was thinking about including that particular day. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is such a rabbit hole, but you'll love the story. Um, the, 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 the Bible, uh, the reading that day had to do with, uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, wait, who, who had to, uh, uh, I'm sorry, the guy, the, the guy's lot. Thank you. Mm -hmm. time you spoke up he gets really quiet sometimes he stutters <laughs> so anyway so lot and lot's wife and the two lovely lot children ashley and Brittany. you know they, they're supposed children. to as, <laughs> as uh as, you know as as those uh, uh sodom and gomorrah getting pelted with the fireworks display remember and yep. they're supposed to go running go run you know and they're all get a great exercise dad this is great and and then you know uh lot's wife who loves fireworks and turns to go Ooh, ah, and pillar of salt right do the whole pillar mm -hmm. of salt so anyway, that was the day's readings. I thought, ooh, do I use that joke again? You know, because I, I always I have this joke about how Lot and, the, and Lost Children, you know, dragged mom to their next home where she provided seasoning for the rest of their lives. Oh, my so, Lord. And so, I, so it was all tied to this thing. And I thought, do I do that? Do I do that again? Not kidding. I'm making, I'm making scrambled eggs at the time. And, uh, and I dumped a pile of pepper all over everything. I mean, just, <laughs> and I'm going... Okay, not salt. Okay, we're not doing salt. Okay, we're not doing salt. You know, that's that I I read it that because it was in the moment as I was thinking about it. Yeah. It sounds stupid, but it's not. No, not at all. You mean you were attuned absolutely to it. The Holy fact Spirit. that I have salt and I have pepper and pepper dumps and the salt doesn't don't do the salt. You know, it's like, okay, I'm not doing the salt joke. I've already done the salt joke, you know, that kind of so that's that just you know. It's listening. No, but that but that has to do with listening too and day to day. I just find that he is, he's, he's there all the time. And mm -hmm. he, he knows there was just a scripture reading. I was just reading that. Oh, it was when Jesus in one of the gospels, it was Jesus heard what they were thinking, right? The Pharisees are always, you know, got their thoughts and talking. Mm -hmm. And the, and the Bible verse was that Jesus heard what they were thinking. And I thought, Jesus, hears what we're always thinking. Yeah. He always knows what we're thinking. It's a good idea to be thinking good thoughts, <laughs> you know, but but he always he's always in our mind. It maybe it'll make you give you paranoia. It shouldn't. But he's he's always with us, always, and he's always there to help us. And instead of being in the negative, sometimes it just reminds me to go back into the positive and to prayer, connect with him, and come Holy Spirit and help me out of whatever funk I happen to be in at the time. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for appearing on this episode. Um, one of the things I like to do is close this out, and um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to close this out in prayer. And I, I do something called, um, like sealing. I don't know if you've heard of this, but kind of in the more, um, charismatic Pentecostal movements, if, if somebody receives a prophetic word, we like to seal it <laughs> in prayer. Oh, absolutely. Um, I get what you're saying. Seal it with blood and all that. <laughs> Here's yes, the knife. No, no, no. His um, blood, not my blood. You know. Yeah. His blood. Yeah. Believe yeah. the blood of Jesus yeah. over this. Lord, we just thank you for, for this time. We thank you for what you've revealed during this time. And I just pray, Father, that you would take every word um, 
that was spoken here. If there was anything that was spoken that was not of you, let it fall to the ground and be forgotten. But for everything that was of you, we, we ask that you would just bring it to pass in your timing, in your way. We plead the blood of Jesus over it. Um, we declare a hedge of protection around it so that Trapper can see with his own eyes that he can feel with his own hands, that he can uh, hear with his own ears um, the the manifestation of what you have just revealed to him and what you've promised him and that it would be tangible and that he would get confirmation after confirmation um, that that this is your word to him, Lord. And I also pray that you would just give him a supernatural increase of trust in you, in your process, um, and also a supernatural confidence to, to continue to stand his ground for what he is worth and that you would require um, the church to rise to that level. So we just thank you for, for him, Lord. Bless him, bless his wife, bless his family. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, beautiful. You have such a gift. Thank you. You really are. You are You are a gift to all of us. And those who watch know that and listen. Um, you really are. You are such a gift. Uh, my wife uh, said about you, she has a kindness about her, and you do. And that's, uh, you know, that's, um, in my world, that's a little bit of Mary inside you, the mother of Jesus. That's the Holy Spirit inside of you. And certainly Jesus is residing well in you and is growing within you. And um, you you lift the room, Michelle. You lift the room. And yeah. I thank you for that. And I thank you for lifting uh, me in, in this hour of of trying to gain more understanding and to, and to grow into manhood, if you will, at my old age, to still grow into manhood um, and provide and do his will. Thank you so much. That's such a blessing. And so what do you, if somebody came up to you and were to ask you, and I ask all my guests this, if somebody came up and said, Hey, what is prophetic listening? Now that you've experienced it, like, how would you describe it just in your own words? Allowing the Holy Spirit to do what the Holy Spirit does, uh, but being aware of it. Mm. And if, uh, you know, if, depending on if, if, if this is a 30 second elevator ride or a two minute elevator ride, uh, the Holy Spirit is the big mystery, right? Of the Trinity. The Holy Spirit's the big mystery. We, we, we throw, we just throw it out and come Holy Spirit. And it's like, no, you understand this is, this is, this is the verb in God. This is the action in God, God, it gets thought up here, you know, and it's sent out there and the Holy spirit does. And it's just, that's the power, you know, that is the power. Uh, and so he's, he's doing so, so much. So what is the prophetic? It's just, it's just the Holy spirit being freed. You're allowing him to fly on this program and he needs to fly within all of us. Cause if we let him fly, we can do anything what's what's the what's the bible verse where is where is it located ephesians uh talking about i can do all things in christ uh, who strengthens me right so trapper jack where can people find you and find your uh your podcast and connect with you I having a clue i don't understand it i just don't understand i don't know <laughs> internet no oh, uh, come on. no uh touched by heaven is the name of the podcast touched by heaven everyday encounters with god if you if you listen to podcasts you already can use your podcast app we're on YouTube as well. Um, there's no video there, but you can find us on YouTube as well. Touchedbyheaven.net is the website. And uh, like I say, Touched by Heaven is the podcast on YouTube. So that's awesome. the easiest way. And if you want if you want to talk, if you want to find me as a speaker, by golly, and pay overwhelming rates, uh, <laughs> $9, uh, go to TrapperJackSpeaks.com. TrapperJackSpeaks.com. 
Okay. Excellent. Excellent. And again, we'll put these links uh, in the description of this episode. Thank you so much, Trapper Jack. So happy that you came on. And uh, thank you for those of you who, who listened, who watched from beginning to end. Uh, until next time, take care. Hey, fam, fam. I want to thank you for taking the time to watch this episode. I really, really hoped that you were blessed by it. If this taught you anything about hearing God more clearly, about listening to him with other people, if it inspired you watching other people connect with the voice of God, I want to encourage you, share this show. Don't be greedy. Don't keep this all to yourself. Share this show. Let other people know about the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Share it on your social. Text a friend about it. Bring it up in conversation. Whatever that looks like for you. Also, if you could do me a huge solid and leave a review. Guys, that helps increase visibility. There is nothing like word of mouth traction. So please leave a review. Lastly, if you want to connect with me on social media, you can hit me up on Instagram at the Michelle Honora. You can also find my work, my resources, my e-courses, as well as the certification program on www.propheticlistening.com. Thank you again. Tune into the next episode. We're here every week. Can't wait to see you on the flip side. God bless.